Should be a great season for the Broncos. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you rather have uh, feet for hands or hands for feet? <laughs> Welcome back to the Broncos podcast, episode two. If you've missed episode one, it was a fantastic one. We caught up with Kevin Walters. We caught up with the game one match winning uh, player in Kurt Capewell. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic chatting with him before he even knew anything was happening. Uh, but uh, episode two, it's this is a cracker as well. We've got uh, we've got Ben Iken, uh, who's uh, the head of rugby league at the club. I'm actually unsure of what his job title is. Maybe I should have asked him that. We're catching up with Ryan James, and we're also catching up with. <laughs> I'm starting to understand why you didn't make. You probably you probably robbed yourself of a lot of money in your playing career by not knowing who was in charge of the club. Well, yeah, that's true, and and, and also I, I forget people's names as well, which you will hear in the Adam Reynolds interview. So, oh, uh, cracking true. show. Anyway, uh, make sure you uh, like, follow, subscribe, um, tell a mate. <laughs> and then get them to tell two mates, whatever, whatever it takes. Uh, make sure you don't miss out on any of the exclusive news that we will be delivering here only on the Broncos podcast. Yes, coming up, we will recap the game and give you some news of what's going on around the club. Big win against the Rabbitohs in round one. And it all happened with this. Go out the back for one point. Oh, oh you had to wait for it. Oh. on the bounce. He'll be trapped with it, will he? Throws a pass away. How good was that? He absolutely nailed that kick. Uh, it was by accident, to be honest. Uh, I, I heard him talk briefly after the game about it. He just saw the opportunity, and I think that's probably why he slotted it and, and hit it so well. There was zero pressure on him to kick that at all. Uh, Jermaine Asako was there, ready to go. Pretty poor pass, had a dummy half. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes a bounce pass works. It didn't work <laughs> this time. Capewell lines it up, slots it through. Uh, debuting for the club, captaining the club for the first time, you know, sealing the deal for the Brisbane Broncos. How good was that? What is the stat line on a second rower kicking field goals in the NRL? I mean, you you played in the position. Have you ever been able to slot one <laughs> through the posts? Yeah, let's not talk about my kicking uh, within the NRL. And, uh, you know, I, I goal kicked once. Uh, it wasn't that great. Uh, I kicked one from two. But uh, let's just move on from that. And, and I'm sure that uh, Capewell now is uh, going to be uh, number one field goal attempter, yep. uh, then followed by uh, Renault, then followed by whoever after that, maybe even Payne Huss. <laughs> one thing we should point out being on this podcast, one episode in, the good luck charm. We've had a win, but not only that, our first guest kicked the winning field goal as well. 
So I think if you come onto the Broncos podcast, you're bound to put some points on the board. Yeah, there's something in that. Now, <laughs> this is something we're going to have to measure throughout the year, but I think this might be a great bargaining tool for us going forward. Mm. We can approach the club next year. We can up our salaries <laughs> and say, hey, you want to win games? Get the boys on the podcast. With a good luck charm. But someone who didn't quite need our good luck charm, though, Corey Oates. Scored his 99th try this past week. He'll be looking for 100 up against the Bulldogs as well. Exciting times. But you kind of don't want him to get it this week. This is being absolutely selfish of me, okay? <laughs> this is being selfish of me. I'm happy for Herbie Farnworth to score 20 tries this weekend. Uh, don't pass it to Oatsy. Uh, just leave him out there on the wing. Let Oatsy get through his job. Uh, he can get all those running meters. He can get all his catches, do all his tackles, but no tries for Oatsy this week. I want him to score at home 100 tries for the Brisbane Broncos. I want him to take the corner post out and raise it like a bat. And, yeah, we can start calling him uh, the Don after that, (laughs) after Sir Donald Braddon uh, averaging, well... He averaged 99, didn't he? Yeah, so, he did, yeah. Well, let's not put the mock on him. Jeez, I feel bad <laughs> What have now. you done? Anyway, if he doesn't score, we'll have to get him on the podcast. So he does score. And great to see the forwards having a good crack as well. Carrigan, who's one of your favourites, uh, really put on a bit of a show as well. Mate, I'm going to say it. And I, I said this last week, I think. I'm going to say this every week. It <laughs> always comes down to the forwards. Uh, I'm very biased. I am. Uh, I used to be the captain of the FRU, Front Rowers Union, oh, yeah. uh, at the club back in the day. Also captain of the Fat Club as well. But yeah, that's another story for another time. But Patrick Carrigan played absolutely brilliant. I, I thought Payne Haas mixed his game up really well. Keenan uh, Palisea, he played really uh, a good game as well. And um, I, I think... That rotation that we had there with our forwards uh, was absolutely brilliant. And they all put their hand up and had a dig. And we really needed to dominate that South Sydney forward back. And I think we did. And that's why we won the game. Well, uh, one of the people that was missing in that game, of course, and everyone was excited to see it. It's the marquee signing for 2022. But COVID had other ideas. Adam Reynolds wasn't able to don the jersey for the Broncos and captain them this week, uh, last week. But... This week he will be against the Bulldogs and you got to catch up with him to find out a little bit more about our 2022 skipper. Adam, welcome to the podcast, mate. Sammy, good to be here, mate. Glad that you're here. Um, Now, just to get things started, got a bit of Kino here. Um, This is a bit of an icebreaker, so can you just pick uh, six numbers on there for me, please? Um, Six numbers? Any six? Any six, mate. Um, yeah, this is just a bit of a way to kind of break the ice and, you know, get us into the podcast uh, frame yeah. of mind. Yeah, All right. Producer Shad uh, is here today. Can you go put that on for me, please, mate? Appreciate yeah, mate. it. No yeah. Another, that's another winning Kino ticket there. <laughs> my pay um, for this one again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get you next time. I left my wallet <laughs> in the car. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm not on that uh, good football money anymore, yeah. mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we go again. Yep. Um, just pick uh, three numbers. Uh, between one and ten, I've got a little game for you. It's called uh, it's called ten in the bin. Some again, some ice breaking questions. Yep. Number three, number seven, and number six. All right, here we go. Question number three here on the ten in the bin questions. Yep. Uh, what song gets you on the dance floor, mate? I'm not much of a dancer. Um, not much of a dancer. Mate, no. I've seen your footwork on the field, mate. Throw a few beers in there, I might be, but no. Uh, R and B or maybe like a, a nice kind of. I don't uh, mind a bit of bootleg lately. Yeah, bootleg. Yeah, I'm, I'm adjusting to the, the country lifestyle, so there you go. I've got to fit in. Yeah, I like it. I like that a lot, actually. What's your favourite country song then? The boys are playing in the gym. Uh, I like Millionaire. Millionaire. Yeah, by uh, Chris Stapleton. So good, good song, song. Good song. What is your favourite inspirational quote? 
I like Michael Jordan's one. You, you miss every shot you don't take. So obviously being involved in the play, that for me that looks like getting my hands on the ball. Um, if I see an opportunity, make sure I'm, I'm nice and loud and um, you know try and make the most of that play. Obviously if I, I don't pipe up or, or be loud enough, um, I miss that shot. So Jeez, just like grabbing that. the opportunity. That's very inspirational. Mine was more like um, life is short, smile while you still have teeth. Yeah, that was my inspiration. Was Fair enough. Yeah, that's how, I, that's how I live my life. Uh, and, uh, oh, here we go. I was waiting for this one. Chad, this is a good one too. I'll ask you what yours is later as well. But um, question number seven is, what is your coffee order? Coffee order? Yeah. I've changed it up a bit. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. So yeah. I used to just be a cappuccino or a piccolo. Yeah. Um, I've gone skinny, flat white, half full. Oh, jeez. So cut yeah. out a bit of the milk. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why I ask is because did you know that your coffee says something about you? Did you know that your coffee order? Um, I'm a I'm a long black drinker, so <laughs> I'm um, I'm fitness orientated. Um, I'm focused and driven, and I'm ready to do shit. Yeah, I like it. So that's what I drink. Yeah. So you said flat white, skinny. Yeah. Um, so uh, essentially, a flat white drinker is is single minded. You're outspoken and somewhat aggressive. True? Uh not really. No. No. Okay. I'm okay. a lover, not a fighter. Well, that's why you only have it half full. Half full, yeah. Yeah, see, that's yeah. why I say you're not any of those things. I sit in between somewhere. Producer Shad, what do you drink again? Uh, I drink a almond flat white. Oh, yeah, here we go. Almond flat white. You're yeah. a tosser, mate. Okay, great. All right, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. We've broken the ice now. We're all relaxed. We're warmed up. Uh, we're ready to go. But before we start, I actually do have to apologize to you. Um, this has probably been a long time coming. This I, think, I think I know what this is. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so you got away with it too. I, I did get away with it. Um, but the, my first ever uh, interviewing gig, actually, yeah. uh, working for Channel Nine, um, I interviewed you at. Uh, I'm going to say it was at the at the Sydney Cricket Grounds. Yep. I don't know how you played that night, but you had a great win, and uh, I came up to you with the camera and the microphone, and I said, Josh. Yeah. Great game. <laughs> now, yeah. Josh Reynolds, um, a great player, great bloke, um, bit of a rat, but not you at all. Not I, you get, at all. I get it a fair bit, to be honest. Yeah, so I apologise, mate. I'm, yeah, I want to try and move past that and uh, hopefully we can grow a great relationship together, mate. Sounds good, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I just needed to do that. Now, the last kind of couple of years have been a, a little bit hectic in, in the rugby league world. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, living in a hotel with your kids, mate. Yeah. How the hell did you do it? I have a beautiful house where I live. Uh, you live not far from where I do now, but I, I've got an acre and a half, and I've got space because I need space sometimes to yeah. get away from my kids. You in a hotel room yeah. with four kids. Four kids, yep. Yeah. And kids. your wife. Five kids. How was that? Five kids. Um, yeah, it was long days of training. I, I Put a bit extra day, put a few extra hours on the days of training. The first couple of weeks were a bit tough, um, being in the traditional hotel rooms that we go away in and all that sort of stuff. I had two rooms, still not enough beds for the kids, yeah. obviously bunkering in. But um, no, we, we moved to the Q1, uh, which we had a three-bedroom apartment and a little bit more space. But yeah, obviously still pretty tough living on top of each other. It's nice now. Got a bit of space out where I live and yeah, like you said, need that bit of space when things get tough. You've got that bit of space now. Have you have you set up the house how you want it? You've got the basketball court there. You've got a bit of not yet. time and not space yet. to to give yourself a break from from footy. I haven't got it exactly how I want it. Yeah, uh, there's still a little bit of work in progress. Obviously, 
Well, backyard's still pretty big, but I need to get a retainer wall, lift the levels of the grass and hopefully build a full court, basketball court, tennis court out the back. And The kids are just starting out in tennis now. Uh, they obviously love basketball. They see me play it every now and then in the driveway. Yeah. So I need to upgrade the court from the driveway to the backyard. You ever thought of just having like a training session at home, just get the boys around, just get some retaining <laughs> blocks and just, come on, boys, captain? Not the traditional training session anyway. So no. maybe Barbie, a few beers. Yeah. Uh, I'll save that for after a good wind during the year. Now, uh, there's a bit of bushland around where you live, mate. Any snakes? I had, spiders, I had a snake, anything yes. I've had one snake. Yeah. I've had a couple of spiders. I've had a, um, a scorpion. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah nice. I had a, yeah. a hornet last night. We're so, muck around up here. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm getting familiar <laughs> with, the, with the outback quickly. Uh, I had a little diamond python in the backyard. I've only seen one so far, so yeah. hopefully not too many more. I, well, I think py- pythons are okay because pythons are a little bit territorial, so they keep the nasty ones away, so just... Leave that one there. I heard kookaburras are a good thing out in the backyard. And I've got plenty, plenty yeah. of them out there. So. Kookaburras are good too. But also in uh, some Aboriginal cultures, kookaburras mean that someone's pregnant as well. So you had the snip yet? Well, the wife's had her tubes tied. So oh, hopefully okay. it's the neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully it is, mate. Four kids, five. You never know. You might throw twins. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Now, um, two kind of pronged question. Um, when you signed for the Broncos, what excited you the most and who excited you the most? I think the, the club in general, playing against the Broncos in the past, has always been an aura about the club, mm. um, and rightfully so. If you look at the history over the years, it's it's been a fantastic uh, journey for the club. Uh, it hasn't been around the longest of times, but they've certainly made it the most of the opportunities. Um, and just, yeah, the, the challenge that it faces itself, obviously getting out of my comfort zone, bringing the family up north and having a new challenge. I think sometimes we can get caught up being a bit comfortable where we are mm. and for me it was a fresh start obviously getting out of Sydney and working with a new bunch of boys and you only have to look around at the change rooms which leads into the second part of the question there is you got individual brilliance all over the field um, it's just about bringing them all together as a team collectively and um, it's been an exciting pre-season working pretty hard and hopefully this year we can do something special. Mate looking at you you can uh, always notice it the tattoos you got a favourite tattoo? I wouldn't say favourite there's a couple of regrets there that I wish I'd thought about it a bit more deeply than when I just jumped into it. No, I, st- I started pretty young with tattoos. I got my first one when I just turned 16. I got my last name across my back. My me, me dad and my brother went up for a tattoo and I got a bit jealous. So yeah, pushed the envelope there and ended up sitting in the chair. And from that day, I got a bit addicted with tattoos and haven't looked back. But probably the, the kids' names on me, um, they're the ones that mean the most. Any Any plans for more tattoos, mate? Found a new tattoo artist up here in Queensland yet? Well, I was travelling up here to, to get tattooed. Well, so go. funny, I haven't actually got a tattoo while living in Queensland and I've flown up that many times to get tattooed. So, Well, hopefully there's a uh, Broncos Premiership tattoo there at some point in time, mate. That would be nice. Would be now, nice. Uh, mate, season's uh, like on top of us at the moment. What's your personal goals? Uh, and uh, you know, what are you hoping uh, the Broncos can do as a team? Yeah, the personal goals would just to be play consistent footy, injury-free. I think it's an important thing that we stay injury-free this year. Obviously, you need a bit of luck throughout the season to do well, and part of that is through injuries. Every team goes through it, but if you look at the team, it's it's a pretty good depth this year. I don't think in, in previous years, myself, we haven't had that depth at a club. We can count on players, you know, if, we, if players need a week off or two, and I'm sure they'll get the job done. But yeah, back on myself, just to, just to play good, consistent football, give a platform where, you know, I can improve everyone around me. Now, I, I, I'm going to bring it up, but uh, I sat in the stands watching the grand final kick from the sideline. Yep. Have you been back to Suncorp and gone through that <laughs> kick? You, you, you said, you quoted Michael Jordan before, the shot you don't take is the one that you miss. Yep. 
Have you been back? Have you gone through that kick? Have you kicked it again? Have you nailed it? Um, look, I've been over it. Uh, it is what it is. Obviously, I'd love to have that moment back and, and put it between the post. Mm. But it's football at the end of the day. I'd love to be back in that position. I wouldn't do anything different. If anything, I'd probably hit it too sweet. Um, yeah. It usually comes back, but not that night. So I've been back to Suncorp. I've still got a great feeling with Suncorp. Obviously, it's the home ground now, and I'm, I'm excited about running out in front of our, our members and fans. And It's a great opportunity to put that behind me. I've got a, an opportunity in front of me now to do something great with this club, and yeah, if the opportunity comes again, I'll hopefully nail it this time. Take the shot, mate. Take yeah. the shot. <laughs> um, you get the chance and opportunity to work with... Two really great halves of this club, uh, one in the coach, Kevin Walters, yep. and the other one in Alfie Langer. Which one are you more like? Um, I'm probably more like Alfie. Um, <laughs> on and off the field. Uh, yeah, probably both on and off the field. I've, I find myself uh, gravitating to a bit too much to drink sometimes. But no, on the field, I am talk. Um, yep. I like to have a lot of fun. Look, I, I find Kevin and Alfie pretty similar, mm. both like to have a good time. They're both good for a group of men and, you know, they're, they're competitors. Yeah. Um, I see that in myself and, yeah, it's great attributes I have. First New South Welshman to be named the Broncos captain. How was that for you? Yeah, it's a, a, a special honour. Um, the club's had some great captains in the past. You've been one of them? Yeah, I was, I was waiting for you to say <laughs> that, actually, because I must have been pretty good, to be honest, because they had to replace me with two. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah Hodjo and uh, and Corey Parker had to take over after me so Carries geez it must have been good <laughs> or maybe I weigh just as much as two people or something like that I don't know I don't know no, no it's a great honour and privilege I've came from a club with a lot of history and I thoroughly love the, the role of that although it carries a bit of expectations and pressures but you can't control what other people think or, or that they have on you the expectations but for me it's you know, about improving everyone else around me. I, I love seeing people grow and, and get better. And um, if I can help out in any way, shape or form, I'm, I'm more than happy to put my hand up and, and take that responsibility on. But yeah, this club's got a lot of great history and it's for us now as playing good to create our own. Well, how good was it catching up with Josh Reynolds? I mean, geez, I've done it again. I mean, Adam. Oh, I'm going to have to apologise again. No, that was a G up. Honestly, that was a G up. I'm, I'm happy to have Adam Reynolds at our club. And no disrespect to Josh Reynolds, he's a great halfback, but he's no Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. I'm just digging a deeper yeah. and deeper hole. Yeah, you're here. ready, mate. Shad, We're looking forward to out, seeing please. him captain the Broncos against the Bulldogs this coming weekend. Finally, to see the Marquee sign and take it out. Let's have a look at the news for the club at the moment. Broncos News. Broncos News. Broncos News. Let's start with the NRLW, the women's side. We're looking for the fourth straight win, a great start to the season, and a few new names as well that are really making their mark. Well, Producer Shad, you and I are gentlemen, so yes, I do understand why we're doing ladies first. Um, <laughs> but the NRLW is absolutely uh, cracking this year. An uh, expansion, there's two more teams that have been introduced into this competition and, you know, it's, it's been hard over the last couple of years seeing some of our Broncos stars leave the Broncos and play for other clubs. With this expansion, we've been thinned out even more. But the, uh, the types of players we've been able to attract at the Brisbane Broncos has been absolutely fantastic. And they 
slot straight into our system and they are playing some absolute brilliant football. They took on the Dragons on the weekend who also won their first two games and this was a tough encounter. Mm. It was a little bit of a grinding uh, battle there for a little while uh, but uh, the girls got out there and they, and they do what they always do. Uh, they play with a pride and passion when they put that Broncos jersey on and they are making all of our fans and members out there proud uh, for what they're doing. It's a big round four clash coming up against the Titans. Tamika Upton's going to be out, but we've got a great uh, Haley Maddock who's really, really starting to take a shine into the team. Is going to be putting on that fullback jersey like she did in the back half of last week as well. So a really strong side going up in the derby this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be good. And, and the best part about this is, uh, you know, the, the girls, whoever gets uh, chosen to play, they just get in there and do their job. As big of a star as Tamika Upton is, uh, I'm sure that uh, you know whoever comes into this Broncos side to replace any of these players will play with a pride and passion and continue, hopefully, this winning streak all the way through. And we are going for another premiership. And, and who knows, with the competition at the end of the year, Imagine if the NRLW team can win two premierships in one year. Yeah, it'd be unreal for them. Uh, we'll have a look at uh, this week. The Bulldogs is uh, who the men's are taking on. And we've got three inclusions. Not only uh, Adam Reynolds joining the squad as well. Billy Walters will move to the bench to make room for him. But Tessa Nui returns to the team at fullback. Yeah, he gets the fullback role. Uh, he has um, pretty much trained the whole offseason in that position. Uh, and uh, he is keen, ready to go. Uh, I saw him running around at training the other day. His hamstring looks really good. Uh, maybe I was just checking out his backside. But uh, you know, anyway, the back of that leg looks fit and fighting, ready to go. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, Tessie New is a great young player who plays... Um, uh, some some brilliant football. He's very, very fast. He plays with an intuition out there. And I'd love to just see him uh, off an Adam, Adam Reynolds pass at some point in time. But uh, also an inclusion into the uh, the team is, is Kobe Hedrington. Uh, he's been a, a brilliant player for us over uh, the last couple of seasons. He's, he's a player that plays with uh, a real... A hard edge about him. Uh, he's a tackling machine. Uh, also played dummy half for a, a long period of time as well. So he's got some great ball skills about him, and he can really be that really good link man uh, for an Adam Adam Reynolds. So uh, the inclusions are great. I, I think it's a fantastic team, uh, and it, it's a team that's going to be full of confidence after last uh, week's win. Well, uh, Sam, you did mention earlier in the pod that you were in uh, you were the head of the forwards union, also the uh, Fat Boy Club. So you're probably loving the fact that the Broncos have. Part- Partnered up with Australian Beef. <laughs> oh, how good! This is a uh, this is a sponsorship deal I've been waiting for, and uh, <laughs> I've got my fingerprints all over this, uh, literally. And uh, yeah, I've um, I- I'm really looking forward to this partnership and seeing where it can go and grow and develop. Uh, you know, I am one for always uh, looking after local, uh, supporting local farmers, uh, and uh, you know, eating food that uh, doesn't come too far uh, abroad. So. Uh, Australian beef, Mate. how good. Uh, meat trays for the pod, I reckon. Meat trays all around for the podcast. <laughs> that's it, meat trays. Well, hey, you know, we, sh- we should literally give away a meat tray on the podcast. We'll put that out <laughs> there. Not bad. Not a bad shout at all. Uh, one last thing for news as well. Mick Hancock is going to be uh, changing up the uh, beard for a QFs very soon, actually. Well, if you haven't seen Mick Hancock of recent times, uh, Google him um, because you'll see this beautiful baby-faced man that played for the Brisbane Broncos in the early 90s. But of recent times, he has grown this Ned Kelly-style beard. He, he almost looks like a bush ranger. And uh, he is... Uh, 
uh, or and has been growing this uh, because he did want to shave it for a cure. Uh, I, I hope that uh, that he's raised a lot of money. And, and if not, people jump on board, uh, find out where you can donate to help uh, out such a great cause. And uh, Mick won't know what to do with himself. He will be so aerodynamic. Um, I, I've, I, I've actually forgot what his chin looks like, to be honest. So hopefully he hasn't uh, got any wrinkles on it or he, if he's got a bum chin. Uh, he might just have to grow the beard back again. But uh, what a great cause. What a great bloke uh, in doing what he's doing. And uh, it will be funny now uh, that I've gotten used to him with such a bushy beard uh, to see it shaved. Well, uh, that wraps up our news for this week ahead of round two of the NRL. Coming up on the podcast, though, we're going to be chatting to the man in charge. Ben Eichert sits down with you, Sammy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what his hopes are for the Broncos this year and maybe what a successful season looks like to the big boss man here at Red Hill. Welcome to the podcast, Ben Eichen. Thanks, Sammy. It's good to be here. Mate, uh, I just want to apologise. I was a little bit late to the podcast today. It was two minutes late. You were right on time. I'm used to the players. They yeah, they, they drag their feet a little bit. So thanks for being on time, mate. Pleasure. Appreciate what do they say? The standard you walk past or the standard you accept? Is that what they say? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with that one. That okay. sounds good. Right sounds so, very... Mate, lift the standard. Okay, okay I'll lift it. Yeah. I won't walk past it. Uh, Ike, before we get started, I just like to like a football game. I like to warm up. Okay. So just as a bit of an icebreaker, I've got uh, the good old-fashioned, what would you rather? Now, would you rather the Hindmarsh, I like to call. I like to call it the Hindmarsh. Uh, and the Hindmarsh is to play 300-plus games in the NRL, represent your state and your country, but never win a grand final? Or would you rather play one game in the grand final, victorious. One game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. no one wants to be a Hindmarsh, do they? No one. No. no, no. I work with Heine. Yeah. Not in any area of life do you want to be like Nathan. No, not at all. Yeah. Oh, he eats well. He does. Yeah. But I still wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ike, thank you very much. That Pleasure. was a warm-up, mate. How are you good. feeling? No, no, I feel like I'm engaged now, ready to go. Thank you. And you've brought your own green tea in I here have. today. Yeah, thank you. I like Thanks that, just to that. keep the throat lubricated. I don't know why I drink it, but I drink a lot of tea, uh, sometimes hot water. Yeah? Yeah, I just love the experience of a hot drink. Yeah. It seems to keep me focused across the day. I like that. My dad used to drink hot water uh, when he lived on Palm Island. It's only because he ran out of tea bags, and he was the same. He just wanted to have a, something warm to keep the throat going. Yeah, so, there you go. There you go. Ike, I want to talk to you uh, about um, the 2000 Premiership. Yep. You came to the club uh, after being at uh, North Sydney Bears. And I, I think I've heard you say this as, as well in the past, that you're the reason why they won in 2000. Yes. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. You know, forget like, Sailor, forget Talos, yeah. forget Thorne, forget Lockyer, forget Walters, who was the captain yeah. and the inspiration. You know, as a bloke with far too many freckles that come up from Sydney, um, who played 5-8, who Carried the team on his back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And that's why you had to retire so young, because your back was I was worn out, mate. Yeah. Worn out. <laughs> in fact, if I if I hadn't been knocked out in that grand final by Simon Bonetti, you know, a lot of good judges say that I should have got the Clive Churchill in yeah. front of Lockyer. Yeah. Look, he took far too much credit. that we, we grew up playing against each other. He was from southwest Queensland. I was from uh, the Gold Coast. And as luck would have it, we both played the same position. And... Uh, right the way through, he got the plaudits that I probably feel I should have received. And what was true, us coming together through the grades, was true in that grand final. 
You yeah. know, if you go back and do a deep analysis, take a deep dive into that game, you, Sam Thiday, yeah. you come back and tell me who you thought was the better player. All right, I'll sit down and have a look at yeah, that, please. actually. Yeah, please. Look beyond the numbers. Yeah. because yeah, yeah. Energy. Numbers sometimes lie. Yeah. Comedy. Yes. You know, relax the team. Yeah. Mood. Stay out of the way. Yeah. You know, so others can do their thing. Yeah. You can't all occupy the same space. And the the thing is, the microphones weren't that good out there on the field Correct. at that point in time. And you couldn't hear those comments yeah. that were coming from you, that, you that know, motivation. The try assist is one thing, but what about the assist for the assist? Oh, yeah. That doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. The, Fair? Ass- the assistant's assister. And you look how many times I threw the ball to Darren Lockyer before he did something brilliant. Yeah. Ex- Me. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> how many times I made his tackles. He's been riding off the coattails of everyone for years, yes, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. I'm glad someone else sees it the same way. Yeah. You know? Such a, I, I feel like this is a therapy session, not a podcast. Yeah, I'm, you know, look, I, I, I don't go to sleep thinking about the fact that he's got his own statue and his own highway named after him. Yeah. Okay? Not every night. Yeah. But, you know, there, there were others that were part of that journey that yeah. need more credit. Yeah. Yeah. You have so many great uh, um, motivational quotes like that are after you. It's I can. Yes. Everything is I can. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I use that too. Yeah. It wasn't corny. No. Nah, not, not back then. It might be now, but nah, not back it's then. It's not. It's not nah. at all. Well, yeah. Nike have been riding off the the coattails of just do it for how long? Yep. Exactly. So mm-hmm. why not say I can? Yep. Yeah. Um, you worked on NRL three hundred and sixty for for many many years. You another thing that you had to carry. I think all the people out there want to know what's it like working with Kenty. Yeah. Uh, everywhere I go, I get asked that question. Yeah. And the truth of it is he's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. takes you a bit of time to get to know him because there's a very thick exterior. It's like a, he's like a really mature blue cheese. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to like it to like it. Yes. Yeah. Can be pungent. Yes, can be <laughs> very pungent. You can smell them from the other room. Yeah. But by the time I finished my 10 years on NRL 360, we were the best of mates. Yeah. He's so very different to me in how he lives his life, about how he talks to people, how he talks about people. Yeah. But the thing you learn to appreciate with Kenty is that doesn't matter uh, what day it is, um, what the issue is, he will always let you know what he thinks. Yep. And beyond that, he will also let you know what he thinks about what you think. So you get addicted to this brutal honesty. When you left NRL 360, the opportunity came up for the CEO role here at the Brisbane Broncos. You applied for that yes. role. How far along in that process did you go? I think pretty deep. So, you know, at least that was what I was led to believe. Uh, I haven't asked. Top four? Higher. Oh, yeah. nice. Look, w- w- why not just say top two? Yeah. Right? All right. Yeah, Donaghy got it. Yeah. And let's, ju- let's just make out that I'm the bloke that was runner up. Yeah. Th- okay. th- we don't need to suggest there are any other quality Do you like candidates. calling it second or first runner up? Because it's still got first in it. Uh, or was that even more heartbreaking? I'd like to just say it was a very difficult choice for the board. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably split, a split decision. Yep. I don't want to talk about runner-up or first say, or anything like that. I was going to say maybe you should have set Lockie up a little bit more and maybe he would have pushed that extra vote through the board. Well, I tried. Nothing. But he remained 
professionally objective, yeah. which I don't think mates are there to do. You needed Paul Cantor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need him to be more old world rugby league, you know, where you push people's agendas. Yep. Yeah, don't yeah. be so professional, Lockie. I know. It's, this is another. So you just want to add another one to the list? Yep. Yeah, so, you know, took my position and all the credit through my yeah. playing days and couldn't get me into the CEO's yeah. role. Took your Clive off your... Yep. Ah, oh, jeez. It's one that we're still friends, right? Yeah, I know, I know. Um, you went deep into that process. Yep. Uh, it didn't quite happen. But then you picked up another brilliant role here at the yeah. club. Yeah, it, it was almost the role I was meant to get, to be fair. Uh, but when they chose Dave, uh, they gave me the news. You know, I kicked cans for a couple of days, which I wanted to. I didn't want to go for something miss out and tell the world it was okay yep. you know i had the shits yeah truth of it was uh because i lost and you know we've grown up in an environment where you don't like losing and i didn't like on, like it on that occasion so i sort of went back to fox i refocused and then out of nowhere dave kind of serves his six months non-compete six weeks into the job he makes some changes we're at a function together on a friday uh, at the carbine club he calls me outside and says look mate this job's come up would you be interested? And we talked through the, the role. I asked a lot of questions. He gave the right answers. And we shook hands on the Sunday after the Friday lunch. Yep. And I went back to Fox on Monday and said, I'm going to finish up. When? I said, this Wednesday. Three days of NRL 360. I yep. said goodbye. And then I started work here the following Monday. How good. It all happened really quick. It seemed to me, you know, I, if you believe in such things, that the kind of universe had guided me back here into the right role, yep. ultimately. And since I've started here, you know, I've got a really strong working relationship with Dave. Uh, I didn't know much about him uh, before I started here, but he's hugely capable. And it was great to reconnect with Kev, who, you know, you spoke about that 2000 premiership earlier. He was our captain that season you yeah. know I have enormous respect for Kev and his, his footy IQ uh, he'd gone through a, a pretty tough first six months as the head coach yeah. and then once all the right people started to land into the right roles and everyone could get focused that working relationship between GM head coach and CEO has just got stronger every week yeah um, being back at the Broncos what excites you the most well I don't get excited yeah. I'm not like Kev. Yeah. Well, I'm Big Kev or Kev? Just Kev, Kev yeah. Wilders. You can call him Big Kev if you want. But so it's, you know, I'm not a passionate sort of guy. I never have been. I'm more aligned to process than I am people. So I balance Kev out well, I think, because Kev kind of loves the club and, you know, it's, it, it, it's in his bones how deeply he loves this joint. Yeah. And so that's... Uh, really engaging as a player to be under someone who loves this place so much whereas I turn up to work every day committed to trying to build the best rugby league program footy program I can make that a world-class work environment so that whether it's our staff or our players they turn up every day and feel like they're at a place that they can learn that they can grow and ultimately win you're from the Gold Coast you're a bit more laid back Kev's from Ipswich, and they're diehard rugby yeah, league. Yeah, they that, are. It shines through in that way. Um, I'm going to ask you this question now, but I might ask you at the end of the year as well. You've got your fingerprints all over bringing uh, a fantastic number seven to this club. When the Broncos win the grand final this year with Adam Reynolds in the team, it's because of you, isn't it? 
you know what? I had zero involvement with the signing of no, Adam we'll, Reynolds. We'll run with it anyway. Okay. Yeah. If you can uh, promote that around town. Yeah. That, that I was am, all me. I am great at spreading rumours. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he, to your point, he was such a great get for us. Yeah. You know, South Sydney Rabbitohs were just at a different part of the cycle. You know, they were at the top and they were sort of having a bit of a salary cap crunch and they made a decision not to offer him anything beyond 12 months and what was their loss is our massive, massive game. Uh, we've got a group of young guys here that are so eager to learn. We've got some young playmakers who still have a lot of growing to do uh, and we had a, a head coach who was just in his first 12 months that needed a, an extension of himself and the, the coaching staff out there in the grass with the players and Adam Reynolds has provided that. So, and then when you line him up, Alongside Kurt Capewell, yeah, you know who showed showed us what he's capable of in round one, and then Ryan James, yeah, throw in a David Mead, even a Deloise Hoyter is at the bottom end of the top thirty, who's made his own mistakes and fought his way back into the NRL. We've got guys in our top thirty who are going to model the habits that you need to be a elite professional footballer for our young guys who at this stage are still learning. They don't know, so they need to be shown. And those guys that I just mentioned have turned up and they show them what's required every day. What do the Broncos have to do this year to consider it a success? The goal here at the Broncos was to play finals football and that's very much achievable. And then once we get ourselves into finals, uh, there's every chance with the talented list that we've got that they could do something special. And then beyond that, playing finals football this year, we felt was a solid foundation to then push the Broncos back to where they used to be, which is contending every year. So the great clubs have proven, like Melbourne and the Roosters, that once you get yourself into the top four or into the mix to play a grand final every year, there is no reason to fall backwards if you get the right things right. Well, Ikey, uh, it's been a, a great insight. Um, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And it's mate, great to connect again. And uh, I'm sure we can uh, connect a little bit more as the season goes on. Thanks, Sammy. Great to see you, mate. Can, and can you just have a word Spread to Darren Lockyer? Oh, Darren Lockyer. Darren Lockyer. Sort yeah. that out for me. You know where he lives? I do. Yeah, I'll I know give where he lives. Yeah. Okay. Well played, mate. Thank you. A great chat with Benny Iker there with you, Sam. Now it's time to wrap up the pub, but before we go, looking ahead to the Bulldogs game this weekend, what are your big predictions for the Broncos? Oh, I think they got a, a newfound confidence from last week's game. The inclusion of uh, some of the players, um, Kobe Hedrington, uh, and, and you can't forget um, Adam Reynolds coming back in the team. Uh, Tessie New as well at fullback. I, I think this is probably the team we would have loved to have picked for round one, um, but the team that we did pick, uh, got the job done, did a fantastic job, and I think they'll do the job again against the Bulldogs. I, I think there's going to be a tight affair again. Uh, we're going to have to work pretty hard. I, I reckon uh, I'm going to say Broncos by 10. Broncos by 10. I'm going to go with the same. I reckon Reynolds is going to score a try on debut for the Broncos. I think because of our show, we've got the Midas touch. You come on the show, you score some points. Yeah. And also, I also think the NRLW Broncos are going to get up as well. Yes, definitely, definitely. And the beauty of it is... Uh, Next week, we have a, a home game against the Cowboys 
and the NRLW get to be the curtain raiser of one of the biggest games uh, of the year for the Broncos, taking on our arch rivals, the Cowboys. Uh, tickets are available uh, very, very soon for that game, or you can get out there and get them now, to be honest. Uh, memberships are always available uh, and still available, so uh, don't just be a fan, become a member, support your team through thick and thin. Uh, looking forward to uh, the Bulldogs game uh, this Sunday. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed, everything crossed, everyone gets through safe and healthy, and we get the victory. Like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can hear our latest guests and all the best news from the Broncos. See you next week.